Hey, everybody, this is a preview of today's members episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button, and become a member today. Merkel Media. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long, bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave, and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. Well, the giant moves. He's got a spear in one hand, and he's running really fast, and spears... Dan holds him up like this. Somebody else, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and I blow his head off. I feel something pulling at my leg. And I look over and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reached my hand into this bush and I touched air. Couldn't breathe and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. Yep. yep. To the show, everybody listening to the Confessionals podcast. I'm your host, Tony Merkel. Thanks for being here. If you have a crazy, wild experience you want to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is contact at theconfessionalspodcast.com. That's contact at theconfessionalspodcast.com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the contact section, and you can reach me that way as well. Either way works for me, just get a hold of me. Today, we got a great show coming up. We have James coming on the show. And James is the son of David, who was on the show back in September talking about his Mississippi Swamp Stalker experience. And James has a lot of experiences like his dad down in Mississippi, and he wanted to come on and talk about it. So let's get to James and his experiences right now. All right, today we got James on the show. James, what's going on, man? Uh, not much. How are y'all? Uh, doing well, man. So you contacted us and uh, you said that your dad was on the show not too long ago. And when <laughs> you, when I saw the name Hood, I knew exactly what it was because uh, sometimes names stick out in my head more than others. And your dad's experience, uh, the title of the show, I, you know, sometimes I'm doing interviews and I. I think of the title of that, that what that episode is going to be. And that's what mm-hmm. happened with your dad. I thought of the title and I, I put it down and so I wouldn't forget and stuff. But the, the Mississippi, Mississippi Swamp Stalker. And I was just like, ooh, I liked how that sounds. And I had to write it down <laughs> before I forgot. So I think that's why I remember your dad so much. Uh, but uh, so are, are you down in uh, Mississippi as well? Uh, that is where I live, but uh, currently I'm deployed with the U.S. National or the Mississippi National Guard. So I'm uh, in Alaska at the moment. 
Alaska. So you're six hours um, behind me. So I, I should be about three or four, I think. Really? Okay. I thought it was yeah. six. But oh, you know, uh, it might it might be at the end of Alaska, but not where I'm at. Gotcha. Okay, Alaska is pretty big, and I think yeah. I think Hawaii is six hours, if I remember correctly. So that makes more sense. Uh, so you're on Pacific time out there. Uh, I don't know what it is actually. I'd, okay. You know what? Is, I've, I've been having to. <laughs> I've been having to fool with everyone whenever I talk to people. It's like, how far away are they actually? Yeah, you know, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm talking about things that nobody cares about. So, uh, all right. So you're in Alaska right now. Thanks for joining me at nine o'clock in the morning your time. Uh, and <laughs> I appreciate so, um, listen, you you contacted us, and I'm not sure if you contacted us because of your dad being on the show or if you were planning on it, but. Uh, you've been a listener of the show and uh, you, your dad has been on the show talking about his experiences and you have some similar experiences as well. So uh, if you could just kind of walk us into some of these experiences, the first one uh, that you'd like to share, and I'd like to hear what you went through because it, se- it seems like there are similarities between you and your dad's experiences. Uh, yeah, there, there could be. Um, I think according to my dad's, he never got eyes on anything, just the experience and the, um, the fear of it all. But, uh, mine was still in a relatively similar area. Uh, so it, it starts out by, uh, me doing my normal National Guard drill. Uh, or at least it, it would be leading up to that. I'd be going for my AT and it's like a, a, late year AT because it was one that was going to be focused on uh, training for this upcoming deployment. So we kind of had two within the same summer, which is annual training. Um, and I, I was going to be on my way there, but I had to work real late uh, uh, at the college I work at, at uh, Mississippi State University. Um, so I was already getting out late and uh, it was dark and I was leaving my house and the route I take is, uh, down the Natchez trace, which, uh, it's like a, it's like a backroads highway. It, it used to be an old, uh, native American trail that, uh, kind of parallels the Natchez trace. Cause now that is, it's got some historical sites down the road, but, uh, the, the highway is dug out parallel to it just to, just to match it. So, uh, I, I take that road because it comes out a mile away from my house and then a mile away from the drill hall. So it's like a straight shot and I get to skip uh, interstate traffic and like all these uh, people on the road. Uh, but it's usually uh, a lot more denser and uh, slower just because it's uh, a, a two lane road instead of a, a actual highway or an interstate. But I was leaving my house uh, late at night. It was dark. It was September, like the middle of September, I think. It it was starting to get fall uh, time uh, in Mississippi. And I left my house and it was already prepared for a slow drive. It was dark. It might have been a little foggy starting out and uh, there's deer out. It's the south. And it's starting to get cool, and they like to get out uh, right after dark at this point. So uh, I was already expecting to see lots of eyes on the road and not um, kind of take it slow whenever I see stuff. Uh, so I left my house going south, 
and was about maybe 10 minutes down the, the down this trace uh, when, and I, I had seen a lot of deer, like patches of deer, two, three, maybe four, uh, on the side of the road. I'd slow down to make sure they don't like dip in front of you or something, keep driving. Uh, and I got about 10 minutes down the road and I got this feeling of dread. Like I, I wasn't scared. I wasn't fearful of anything. I, I don't know what it was about, but it's just kind of like that sixth, I'm sorry, sixth sense that you get sometimes when you feel like something's wrong, but it, you don't know what's up. I, I got that feeling. Uh, and then I started smelling something weird. And that even both of those things didn't bother me. I didn't get fear from the dread and the smell was, uh, it's, it sounded putrid and like nasty, almost like a gut shot animal or something. But like at the, at the same time, someone could have hit a deer on the side of the road. I could be smelling that, uh, it's Mississippi and it gets muddy. And whenever mud, uh, like just gets stagnant and stale, it can start stinking. So you know, it could be any number of things that that was. I didn't relate it to anything, but uh, I, I felt this for a minute or so, maybe. Uh, and again, I'm going down a highway, so you know, I'm I'm probably going about fifty or so miles per hour. Uh, so n- nothing really lasted very long, but uh, I, I started seeing a group of eyes to the right. And you can tell they're deer eyes. You can tell by the height, especially if you lived in the South for a long time. And they'll usually look up at you and either like bolt out of the way because they see a car coming or they'll just do the, do the classic deer in headlights and just st- uh, stare at you until you're like right up on them. And then they decide to do something, which <laughs> is when you got to slow down and, and pay attention to their movements. But I saw them further down the road on the right. Uh, there was about three or four of them. Uh, and they were looking at me and I was looking at them and I could see, or I could at least see their eye reflection in my headlights. Granted, I, I didn't have good headlights. It was a, it wasn't a, a new car. It wasn't a nice car by any means. And it had like just the old beat up amber headlights. So they didn't go very far. Uh, but I suddenly see all of their eyes from looking at me look directly to my left, which is on the left side of the road to me. Um, like every single one of them just straight at me and then poof, to the left. Uh, I was like, well, dang, what's over there? Is there another deer that decided to bolt and is trying to come across the road? So I look over there and what I see is just like the, some huge whitish yellow eyes. And again, I didn't see anybody at this point because I, I was just picking up eye reflection uh, with my headlights so far. And it's just like they're di- definitely bigger than the uh, the deer's eyes, and they were just white or like a light yellow. I couldn't tell, but they were like per- always parallel with the ground because a deer would. If they decide that you're nothing, they would look back down and like eat something, come back up, maybe look at you again. This one was just staring at me, whatever it was on the left side of the road, um, opposite the deer. And it was pacing from the road, or when I started to focus on it, it was pacing from the road to the tree line. 
And for the trace, uh, a lot of it is flat, two-lane road. So just one lane going uh, your way and one lane coming by you. Um, and it has about an eight-foot shoulder maybe, and then it slants up to the tree line and then levels out for the trees on a lot of it. Some, some of it's different, but that's where this part was. And this creature was making it from the, uh, from the road to the tree line, which is probably about 15 or so meters, uh, in pretty, you know, rapid intervals. It, it was making headway before, and I was driving a vehicle on the road and it, it did that multiple times before I got to it. Um, so it had some speed to them, even if it was just a normal walking gait. But it was staying perfectly parallel to the ground, uh, its eyes were, uh, and constantly looking at me. Uh, usually when you think something's pacing, especially if it's focused on the deer, which I think it might have been at first, um, it would pace and then like, take a th- uh, quick 360 to look at everything else and look at prey again. So you, if you're looking at its eyes, you'll see them disappear for a second because they're turning their head and then going back the same way. Uh, this one didn't. This one was like just looking straight at me to the road and then up to the tree line, back to the road. Um, and, and I mean, I, I didn't think anything of it. There was nothing to think. Like I saw eyes in the south like there's eyes everywhere um uh i didn't associate it with smell i didn't associate it with the dread because i didn't feel fear from the dread i just felt like that weird sense uh that something was was up uh so i saw that and i was eventually getting closer to it and finally my headlights hit it or what I could say of my headlights, but it got to the creature and the deer were still like not moving. They were kind of halfway between looking at me and looking at it. And so I had to, you know, make sure they didn't decide to do something stupid and uh, total my car. Uh, But my headlights finally hit this creature on the left. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Um, And it, it was, since it was pacing, it was on its pace back. So it, it was at the road, and now it was pacing back to the trees whenever I finally uh, set eyes on it. And what I saw was just a massive dog. And it was like white or light gray colored. Uh, I can't tell exactly what color it was because it was bad headlights. But it was just this massive dog. And I'm talking about like, a cow sized. This was a preview of today's member episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to the confessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button and become a member today.